Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. Good day, everybody. Welcome to The Open Door, the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters, and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. Well, all three of us are here. Indeed. Indeed. Well, today's program is titled Chakras, Seven Rays, Seven Days. And uh, you'll learn what we mean by that in just a moment here. But I think by way of introduction to this topic, um, I have a brief excerpt I'd like to read from one of our books entitled The Masters and Their Retreats. And the title of this section is Seven Masters Teach the Seven Paths to God. When we come into the knowledge of the Ascended Masters, we come into an awareness of defining the path. The path back to the source can be walked over seven rays of the Christ consciousness that emerge from the white light. The seven color rays are the natural division of the pure white light emanating from the heart of God as it descends through the prism of manifestation. These are the subdivisions of the wholeness of Christ. Regardless of their color, all of the flames have a white fire core of purity which embodies all of the attributes of God and which may be invoked by those who desire to expand the Christ consciousness. The seven rays present seven paths to individual or personal Christhood. Seven masters have mastered identity by walking these paths, defined as the seven archetypes of Christhood. These seven masters are called the Chohans of the rays, which means lords of the rays. Chohan is a Sanskrit word term for lord, and lord is equivalent to law. Hence, the Chohan is the action of the law of the ray. To be a Chohan on one of the seven rays means that this master defines the law on that ray. Through him, the energy of the Christ and of God flows to mankind, to all who are evolving on that particular path. So, having said that, we are talking about the seven different major rays. There are many others, too. And by the way, I think in a recent show we talked about how many chakras there actually are. I think there's 100. 144? Right, I believe so. Yeah, Yeah, 144. So we're talking about seven chakras that correspond to um, seven colors of the the causal body, seven days of the week, seven rays, seven masters, lots of sevens. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting as you study the teachings of ascended masters, you just find out, you know, the incredible (laughs) detail that God has incorporated in his universe. And I almost, that's almost a cliche to say that in a way. But, I mean, you know, we just, you know, the sun comes up, the flowers bloom and all this. We kind of think they're natural, but there's so much more. And I was thinking about the, you know, the seven rays and the, each day has a different ray and so forth. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that and the mastery you need to get on that ray. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, you know, for a musician to really produce beautiful music, they have to study the notes. They have to put them together. They have to understand them and yeah. so forth. They have to practice. And that's kind of the way it works, understanding God's energies and God rays. We have to not only understand them, but we have to practice with them to perfect our skills and um, manifesting of those rays, which is our goal. Indeed. Um, well, you know, as we start this off, I think I want to give people out there a reference piece now. You can go to Amazon. You can go to TSL.org and bookstore and find this. It's a little pocketbook entitled Your Seven Energy Centers. Then this is uh, by Elizabeth Clare Prophet. And again, the title is Your Seven Energy Centers. And the reason I'm bringing that up now is that 
we don't expect you to sit there and take notes. I know you've got other things going on. You're probably multitasking. <laughs> so are you, Terry. Stop that. <laughs> anyway, so what I'd like to do is just kind of run through this once now. And again, the book covers this in detail. Um, and what I want to do is go through these three different ways. Just kind of, again, for reference. The first way I'd like to tackle this is by talking about the seven chakras. Okay. Starting at the bottom. Working the way up, this is from the base of the spine to the crown. And what color is predominant? The number of that ray and the day of the week. So first off, we'll start with the base of the spine chakra. The color is white. This is the fourth ray. And the day that it is aligned with is Friday. The next chakra up is the seat of the soul. The color is violet. This is the seventh ray. And its day of focus is Saturday. The third up is the solar plexus. This is two colors, purple and gold, with a little bit of ruby thrown in. (laughs) Sixth ray, Thursday. The next one up is in the center of everything. This is the heart chakra. The predominant color is pink. This is the third ray. The day of focus is Monday. The next one up is the throat chakra. The color is blue. The ray is the first ray. This is expressed on Tuesday. Next up, chakra number six is the third eye chakra. The predominant color is green. This is the fifth ray. And the day of focus is Wednesday. And finally, the top chakra is the crown chakra. The predominant color is yellow. This is the second ray, which is Sunday. I'd like to ask you, Terry, if you wouldn't mind, to go through the next list, this time going through the week, starting on Monday. Well, um, and and my, my first question, just right off the top of my head, is how come God didn't start with the base of the spine on the first of the first of the week and end up with the crown on the end of the week. Yeah, I'm going to ask God that question. Okay. <laughs> so they're kind of mixed up a little bit, but you have to study and see which it one happens where. Depends, I think, on which you consider to be first or most important. Because right. If you look at a wheel, a circle, the body isn't exactly built as a wheel. No. But, you know, anyway. So, yeah, well. yeah. And it, it's, it's simple and complicated at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll just start with uh, Monday. We'll go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, etc. So on Monday... We have the heart chakra in the center, and that's pink. Mm -hmm. On Tuesday, Mm -hmm. we go up to the throat chakra, and that's blue. So we go up one. On Wednesday, we go up another one, and that's the third eye, and that's green. Now, on Thursday, we go to the solar plexus. So we go down below the heart to purple and gold. On Friday, we go all the way to the base of the spine on the bottom, and that's white. And then on Saturday, we come up a notch. We get seat of the soul, which is violet, and we end with Sunday up at the top of the head, the crown, and that's yellow. Yeah, and then there's one more way we can organize these, and I don't know if you mind doing that, Sid. I think, um, again, you know, starting on the first day of the week, but there's a few other attributes, including the important attributes we'll be talking about later corresponding to the tests we get every day. Yeah, and I think that we understand this, that, that you know, the rays have qualities. Yes. You know, and I think they have a sound too. It's it's interesting. It's it's multidimensional. And of course we can identify with the colors initially, but there's much more to this than perhaps meets the eye initially. But for instance, Monday obviously is love. It's the pink ray, it's the heart chakra. Love, compassion, charity. Mm-hmm. It's interesting and it's that the heart is is pink. And you know it's right. uh, you, Monday is sometimes the toughest day for people of the week, isn't it? Yes. You know, they're kind of getting off the weekend and they come in maybe grumpy and so forth. Well, why is that? It's because the tests of love are sometimes the most challenging. Indeed, so yeah. it's interesting how these works. Tuesday, of course, is not only 
uh, the throat chakra, power, divine will, protection. We think of Archangel Michael when we think of the Blu-ray. Right. Wednesday, the third eye, wholeness, vision, truth, healing. You know, all on that green ray. Mm-hmm. Thursday, the solar plexus, service, peace, ministration. Now, Jesus in his mission was on uh, the sixth ray, Thursday, which is service, mm-hmm. administration. Obviously, that's what he did. You look at his example. Uh-huh. Friday, purity, order, discipline, the base of the spine, the white light, the fire, the intensity of the white light, the ascension light. And Saturday, the freedom flame, St. Germain, transmutation, mercy. Interesting. Freedom and mercy go together. Isn't <laughs> yeah, I like that, too. Right. And finally, Sunday, the crown chakra, the top of the head, wisdom, discernment, enlightenment. You know, the, the, the pictures of halos over the Christian saints. That's their crown chakra reflecting the light. And, of course, right. in the Buddhist tradition, we see the, the thousand-petal lotus flame, which represents that. So you can see how these interact and interrelate and how it can be valuable if we understand this oh, yeah. mm-hmm. every day to know what's kind of going on and what our tests are and so forth. And this is how we can gain a greater mastery. You know, it, as we were beginning the show and just reading that brief excerpt from the Masters in Their Retreats, the point of that, in part, is to say that each of us, those of you listening, each of us here in this practice, are probably focused on one path predominantly. Not that we are only on that path, but that a lot of times when we look at the ways in which we can get back to God, we have a major and a minor. It's kind of like being in university. Mm-hmm. And in our particular case, we like to be able to be masters on all of these if we could, like the Maha Chohan, <laughs> you know, but on the, in, in reality, I think... We know where we're strong. We know where we're probably weak. It's probably not a stretch for us to imagine where we could do some work on ourselves because we can, you know, as you listen to these various colors and days and rays, you go, oh, I kind of feel a little a kinship to that yellow ray. Or maybe yeah. I feel a bit of the pink or the blue, whatever. And that, I think, could represent a great attainment in your causal body mm-hmm. from previous lifetimes. You've built this up. Things come naturally to you on that ray. They come easily. And we're naturally drawn to that. But, you know, it's interesting. We can't just ignore the other rays, although we do have a predominant one. You know, where's your weak, weakest link? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I've shared before, I was a banker for many years. And, and, you know, bankers sometimes been noted for hardness of heart. So if you want to <laughs> develop your heart chakra, how do you do that? You <laughs> yeah. know, you go and serve in a, in a rest home or, how, or yeah. taking care of children, developing your heart, which is not a normal banker activity, I might add. <laughs> so, you know, yes, you want to work on your, your, your strong one because that's where your point of service can be. But we won't ignore the others. Either. No, we won't. Yeah, yeah. A banker says, oh, it's so sweet of you to come in here and open an account. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have a thought that, that may be a question on the minds of, of the people. Um, for someone to be a, mo- uh, a, a, a Chohan of a Ray, like let's take uh, El Moria, Chohan of the, of the Blue Ray, mm-hmm. he would have had to have mastered all of the seven rays. I mean, does someone come to him and say, okay. You've, you've mastered them all. Now, which one would you like to focus on and become a... <laughs> I don't a, a think show? that's the how case. Does, how does it I, work? I think what they do, do have a major. And if you look at his embodiments, it's very clear yeah. that his devotion to the will of God, the first ray, the blue, the government, and so forth. Yeah. So it's very clear he has that momentum. But you're right, Terry. He can't ignore the others. He has right. to have a mastery on those. But clearly, he's in the right place. Um, you know, and this is kind of interesting. We think about it. God has a place for everybody, whatever your talents Whatever your strengths, God has a place in this universe for you where you can give them and manifest them. And um, obviously, he's the Chohan of the first ray because of that devotion to the will of God and his correct use of the energies 
of, of the first ray, which include power. I mean, how many people misuse power, let's face it, right. a devotion to the will of God and so forth. And I want to add one other thing here. We're talking about the Choans, which I think it's interesting. These offices change. The, per, the offices don't change, but the, the masters in them change. Mm-hmm. You know, we think, well, is he going to be the Choan of the first ray forever? And I think he's probably thinking, I hope not. But <laughs> in, in any case, you know, what he's waiting for is for someone else to come up with the same level of attainment he had so that he can move on to higher service. Yes. I mean, isn't that an exciting concept? Oh, yeah. We're never going to stop evolving. We're never going to stop growing. And the masteries that we have will always help us for whatever the next step is for us. Well, and at the risk of being facetious, you know, there is a corporate structure to heaven. Yeah. You know, we yeah. talk about a hierarchy, and we, and we understand that there is a constant transcendence occurring. Even, even in the mind of God, there's a constant, you know, that God transcends himself. But it's mm-hmm. interesting, you know, you know St. Germain, of course, is the Chon of the seventh ray, the violet ray, mm-hmm. the freedom, which seems logical. But we've been taught that, you know, someone, he should have moved on. In other words, he has so much attainment, he should be on to the next step. But no one has come up to take his place. Oh, and the masters you, can't move on until <laughs> the next one is ready. And so, yeah. again, we're all part of this cosmic drama. And what we do affects everybody else. And mm-hmm. so our place in heaven, you know, someone may be ready to move on and waiting for us to come up. And by gaining the mastery of these rays and understanding them, it's one more step to getting where we need to be. And, and we continue to learn and to grow. I mean, I, after the fact of our ascension, it doesn't stop there at all. It just, it's like a whole new beginning. Indeed. You know, I think it's a really marvelous Never concept. Learning right? Never stop learning. And you know, and you know uh, yeah, we're, we're coming up to a break here shortly, but I was just thinking about myself. And you look, I, I look back on my life in retrospect after mm-hmm. I learned these things, and uh, I kind of, I wanted to study architecture. Okay, that's Serapis Bay, that's White Ray. I was born on a Friday, which is a white day. I went to Serapis. <laughs> and, your, and your hair is white too, Terry. And my hair is white. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to Serapis Bay's quarter. Now, so there's no accident in all of that. You're getting a few clues there, Terry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Better straighten up. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, but anyway. That, yeah, but that, that's something that we will pursue here in, in the coming segment. Yeah. The fact that we are constantly being... Barraged by clues, you know, we look at our lives and we realize if we had good discernment, discrimination, we would be able to see the pattern. Right. But sometimes we get so immersed in things that we kind of lose sight of it because we're we're too far into the forest to see the trees. <laughs> anyway, well, we're coming up in a break, folks. We want to um, come back to this topic certainly. But the next segment, we're going to hear an interview with Elizabeth Clare Prophet called "The Seven Paths to Wholeness," and this has to do with the same things we've been talking about here. This is. Different ways of getting to God, all of them tried and true. So please stay with us. We'll be right back. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, 
go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free, no login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And indeed, welcome back to our show. This is The Open Door. And in the next segment, we're going to be um, hearing Elizabeth Clare Prophet talking about how to unlock the potential of God within. What are the seven rays? What do the seven rays have to do with the path? And without any further ado, here's Elizabeth Clare, Elizabeth Clare Prophet, excuse me, and our um, interviewer is Doug Kenyon. What does the flame in the heart have to do with the path of discipleship in the Aquarian age? There have been disciples of Christ and of Buddha. For thousands of years, even before the coming of Christ and Buddha, there were followers of the essential flame of God. Discipleship, then, can best be studied in the lives of the great disciples of East and West. I was thinking this morning of St. John of the Cross, who wrote The Living Flame of Love. The fulfillment of his life was the discovery of this intense love of God, whereby God gives himself totally to his servant, and the servant gives himself totally to God. And in this consummation of love, there is a fusion, whereby God becomes man, and man becomes God. This is only possible through the threefold flame in the heart. It is only possible because God has already endowed us with sonship by placing within us that portion of the Christ, the only begotten of the Father, Mother, God. John the Beloved, who was the closest disciple of Jesus, the true mystic of the Twelve, understood this joint heirship, and he understood that now are we the sons of God. The implication here is that we have been endowed with the same essential flame of the light and of the word which Jesus had. And this is our moment, our hour of initiation, to draw forth that flame through Jesus, 
through Saint Germain, through Gautama Buddha, through Mother Mary, through all of the sons and daughters who have found the same key to unlock the potential of God. And that key is this flame within the heart. Discipleship, then, is a very important relationship because the disciple who places himself under the tutelage of a master, an ascended master, let us say, of Jesus, stands in line to receive not only the training and the teaching, but the very consciousness of God of his own master. This hierarchical relationship has been known as that of the guru and the chila in the East, and as the master and the disciple in the West. It is a path that has been outlined. It is known in every way. Buddha had his closest disciples. Elijah had his disciple Elisha, who received his mantle when he was taken up in a chariot of fire. Elisha then went forth and smote the waters of the River Jordan with that mantle. The significance of the mantle is the momentum. It represents the attainment or the realization of God of the teacher, which at a certain point the teacher passes on to the disciple. The teacher withdraws, and the disciple then holds the key position of teacher to those who are coming after. In this manner, the traditions of the Buddha, the Christ, have been handed down to us from teacher to pupil all through the ages. What I'd like to talk about in terms of discipleship are the many paths that are open to us as we pursue the way back home. We've talked about the seven rays, and I'm wondering what the seven rays have to do with this concept of discipleship that you mentioned. Well, in order to accelerate the consciousness of God within us and to magnetize the flame of the ascension, each of us as a disciple must attain to a certain mastery on each of these seven rays. What are the seven rays? The seven rays come out of the white light of the Holy Spirit. You might say that the Holy Spirit is the full complement of all of the rays of the Christ consciousness. As we walk toward the fullness of the expression of the Holy Spirit, we are required to discipline ourselves on one of these seven rays. From the first to the seven, these rays are noted by the spectrum of color which we see in the rainbow. And so the first ray would be the ray of God's will, which has a frequency which vibrates in the spectrum of blue. Those who serve on this ray are those who are inclined to lead, to govern, to administer, to organize, and to execute. And they are very much concerned with the order and the energy of God's will. They are great devotees of the will of God. Even if they may not call it the will of God, they insist upon order and system in their lives, and they are very devoted to this order. The Chohan, which simply means Lord, the Lord of this ray, the one who is the teacher of disciples who serve on this ray, is the Ascended Master El Moria. El Moria was embodied as St. Thomas More a great devotee of the will of God. His retreat is in Darjeeling, India, and there he receives chilas or disciples of the will of God who may journey to this retreat while their bodies sleep. As the soul takes leave of the body, 
in the etheric envelope and becomes a part of the cosmic schoolroom. The second ray, the ray of wisdom, vibrates in the color spectrum of yellow. It is the focus of illumination, the illumined action of God. Its Chohan or Lord is Lanto. Many servants of the wisdom of God have been the teachers of mankind through the ages. Lord Lanto serves from the retreat of the Royal Teton in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, which is congruent with the Grand Teton. This is the ray of those who teach, who understand, and who know God through this illumined action of his wisdom and the wisdom of his law. These are the quiet souls, like St. Francis of Assisi, who, as the Ascended Master Kuthumi, occupy the position of Chohan of this ray until recently when Kuthumi became a world teacher. Lord Lanto's evolution was in ancient China, and there, through the wisdom schools, he drew forth the light of the heart. All of those who are seeking to know God by the mind of Christ and the mind of Buddha are followers and disciples on this ray. The third ray is the love of God, the very essence of this consummation of oneness in the Holy Spirit. Through this ray, whose spectrum and frequency is pink and rose, come the artists, those who are the creative, sensitive, and intuitive souls. These are the ones who serve mankind through love, through charity and compassion, and they find their oneness with the greater self in many creative avenues. The lord of this ray is Paul the Venetian, who was embodied as Paolo Veronese, the great Italian artist. Art, sculpture, and all forms of self-expression are disciplined by Paul as he receives disciples in his retreat, the Chateau de Liberté, which is in southern France. The fourth ray extols the purity of God and his discipline. Disciples of this ray come under the disciplines of Serapis Bay, whose retreat is the Ascension Temple at Luxor, Egypt. This white flame is the way of those who would contact the blueprint, the inner design of their handiwork, and in the honor and the integrity of the soul's oneness with the law of perfection, they pursue the discipline of the mastery of their sacred labor, the work of their hands, which is the work of the Father, Mother God, through them. These are the disciplined ones who are seeking ultimate reunion through the greatest sacrifice of the self. This is the way of those who commune in the wholeness of the consciousness of the Divine Mother through purity of body, mind, and soul. The color white, of course, embodies all of the rays. And therefore, ultimately, the disciplines of each of the seven rays bring one to this doorway, to the ascension, the soul's eternal liberation. The fifth ray is the ray of truth and the science of God. It is the ray of healing and abundance. Its Chohan, or Lord, is Hilarion, who was embodied as the Apostle Paul. And his retreat is the Temple of Truth on the etheric plane congruent with the island of Crete. 
On this ray, scientists, doctors, healers, mathematicians, musicians pursue a scientific mastery of the self and of the planes of spirit and matter. This they do through the quest for truth in every discipline, including the healing arts. And so, the fifth ray becomes the means whereby those who require the logic of the Logos can find their way back to the Christ consciousness, back to the God design. The sixth ray is the ray of the Master Jesus, of peace and the ministration of God. It is the way of the selfless servant. Jesus, for two thousand years, has served as the Lord of this ray and has ministered to the evolutions whose way is the way of overcoming as he taught it. Now, as this two thousand year cycle is turning, Jesus serves as world teacher and the beloved Chohan Nada has become the Lord of this ray. This, then, is the way of those who minister in the energies of peace to the evolutions of earth, as counselors and comforters in every walk of life. Their inner vow is, I am my brother's keeper, and their sole motto is, He that would be great among you, let him be the servant of all. The color frequency is the spectrum of both purple and gold, the purple and gold, the twin flames of the Christhood on this sixth ray. The seventh ray is the ray of freedom and the forgiveness of God through the alchemy of the Holy Spirit. It is the way of the priests of the order of Melchizedek. It is also the way of those who are one with the great dramatist, God himself, who has conceived of the world as a stage upon which we all play our roles. The alchemy of the seventh ray is of the Aquarian age. It is truly the way of soul freedom, and its Chohan, or Lord, is Saint Germain, who is known as the God of freedom to the earth, the master of the Aquarian cycle. Saint Germain is the scientist who sponsors invention, innovation, great genius, and the mastery of the matter plane through technology. But he teaches the law of selflessness and non-attachment so that science can never become a dead materialism but a materialization of the God flame whereby we realize in matter the fullness of the living God. Thank you very much. Indeed. Thank you very much. Well, we're up on a break again. Um, when we come back, we'll be talking a bit about what kinds of tests you might expect coming each day, particularly those that are aligned with the various colors of the day, the various rays of the day. So uh, please stay tuned. We'll be talking about a lot of things. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. 
The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. Indeed, we are back. So let's um, let's tackle this um, kind of a week in the life. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll start with Monday. One of the points we've uh, made so far through the show today is that you can expect to get tests on each day based to some degree on the ray of that day. Now, if you recall from what we read earlier, pink and the pink spectrum and rose are the colors most likely associated with the heart chakra, mm-hmm. which we know to be Monday. And as you recall, um, Sid read some of the various attributes of these rays. And in this particular case, Monday's ray, the pink ray, the heart chakra is love compassion, and charity. So let's talk about that. What kind of tests could you expect to get on a Monday? <laughs> well, don't wake <laughs> up grumpy, I guess, is the first one. Start out right, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, of course, we could spend <laughs> 10 shows on love, obviously, and, and no one can define it and so forth. But we know the manifestation of love sometimes and where you can overcome whatever you're going through to express that love, compassion, charity to others. I mean, every day is a challenge for all of us, let's face, unless you're dead, I guess. Um, maybe it's a challenge then, too. But in any case, you know, how can I manifest more of love on Mondays? If other people are feeling the same way I am, that's a challenging day. How can I be that manifestation of compassion, of listening grace, or whatever it is, that quality that I kept? And what happens when you choose to embody that quality the test that you'll have coming to you, whether you prepare or not, you're much better able to master them and be victorious over them. So by positioning yourself to give to others and to serve and to honor that ray, you're going to be ready to pass the test of that ray. Indeed. You know, and one of the things that has always been um, in the back of my mind when I think about this, as I began to understand it fully, was it doesn't matter if the test seems to have a great magnitude. It could be a very small thing. It could be the choice you make to smile at somebody or not smile. It could be the choice you make to be patient with yourself, with a child, with a coworker, giving somebody a parking place, you know, when you're yeah. in a hurry. Wait a minute. You're going too far there. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, let me back up. <laughs> Big city boy, I can tell. <laughs> no, I, I think that's a good example. We think of tests as being these, you know, and there are tests that are major or significant, yeah. that are profound or dramatic. But every day, those those are little tests. Yeah. And a lot of times, they're vibrational tests, aren't they? As you point out, oh, yeah. Tom, you know, it's like, you know, am I in a giving spirit or I'm a sense of injustice and the world's against me and blah, 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 blah. I've been treated fairly and so forth. You know, it's how we manifest that energy. And, you know, what a different world it would be if we had a little chart of these energies and we said, okay, so Monday, 
I'm really going to do my best to manifest love, compassion, charity. Yeah. Obviously, if everybody did that, it'd be a different world, wouldn't it? It would indeed. Yeah, yeah, it'd be the alternate to what do they call it? Blue Monday, you know, which is a downer. You know, <laughs> got to go back to work. Yada yada yada. Be thankful that you and, got a job. And you know what happens? This is another thing that I think it's good to understand is when you choose to embody a quality such as love, mm-hmm. then you may deal with the forces of anti-love that day because they come to you in sense for transmutation, if you will, these energies that are out there. And so, you know, you think, well, I'm going to be really loving this day, and the first thing that happens to you is someone manifests anti-love. And so then you have to decide, well, if they're going to be like that, then I'm going to be like that. (laughs) Or do you say, whoa, God, that was hard, but I'm not going to give up my desire, my determination to be a force of love. Right. to To be graceful, grateful, and kind. I mean, what a nice way to go through a mo- any day of the week, for that matter, but a Monday in particular. And it can't, yeah. it can't be dependent on what other people do. In other words, it has to be a choice to manifest that, whatever is around you. And, you know, you saw that movie, I'm sure, you know, the uh, play it forward kind of thing where somebody does a good deed and then it, it has a ripple effect. Yeah. Somebody else then is inspired to do something good that they might not have felt like to do in that moment, but somebody smiled at them, they share the smile. Right. Somebody's graceful they in turn are graceful. Somebody expresses gratitude. It, it, it's infectious. It goes on. And by the same token, if we spread something that is, as you said, you know, anti-love, where you withhold a smile, you withhold a kind word, there's karma there. Well, what happens is, of course, understanding how energy works and karma works, what energy, whatever energy we send forth into the universe is going to pick up more of its same. Mm-hmm. It's going to attract, if it's love, it's going to attract more love. If it's negative, it's going to attract more negativity. And that's going to go in a big circle. It may come <laughs> back to you this afternoon. It may come back to you in a thousand years. But it's going to be more of what you sent out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is how you start developing positive karma, good karma, so that, you know, a, you know, if a big flow of love comes to you one day because of something you did in the past, is that going to be a good thing? I think it is. Oh, I do too. It's going to help you. And you know when Your when treasures laid up in heaven yeah. when these initiations come throughout the course of the week, the best thing to do is just stop and go, "Whoa, hey, well, wait just a minute. What day is this? And what's the rain? What's the initiation?" Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Incidentally, where can people find this information? I know we give out a lot of a lot of information, but is there is there a precise place, or should people just be taking notes? I th- well, I think in this case, um, the testing. At- aspect of this is pretty much inculcated in all of our books because ultimately we all talk about passing our tests and initiation so almost anything that the ascended masters teach has that component yes now this particular aspect of this is we're kind of laying it out by days by colors and by attributes is again in the you know this your seven energy centers that little pocketbook is just full of information oh yeah but our other books you'll find it too climb the highest mountain has a whole book itself on initiation Oh, yeah, and it's got charts that are on both pages. Absolutely. So, you know. I mean, you'll find this information in the, we, we call him Chakra Man. We yeah. have a great little, put. you know, you can get this little wallet card if you want to go to tsl.org and go to the bookstore. Um, get a whole wad of them because they're nice to hand out. A wad. <laughs> you know, well, you know, a group of, <laughs> a flock. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think another aspect of this is, you know, on Mondays, everybody's getting the same test, the test of love, right? It's not just right. you. But then we have, we've talked about the cosmic clock and other shows, and yeah. you can go back and find that one. We have our own personal testing patterns that come to us. So, mm-hmm. again, it's developing a certain level of understanding and mastery. Well, why do I need to do this? You know, I get up every day. I know what I'm going to do. Does it really matter? Well, it matters if you want to move forward spiritually. Indeed. If you want to pass your tests, if you want to start creating positive karma and good karma, so that's going to come back to you, you know, to help 
neutralize some of the negative karma that we've all created in the past. It's building a momentum. It's building a mastery. You know, become a master physician or a master musician is what I was going to say, actually, or physician for that matter, uh-huh. where you have something to give to others because of your mastery. Well, you know, here's another thing, too, is that the, the situations we find ourselves in are all commonly karmic. And we don't expect these tests to all be easy ones. And the ones that are harder than others are probably because we have some karmic energy with whomever that test is being taken care of with. Yeah. You know, whether it's a karmic relationship, it's a, it's a situation it's, that, that it's just come back for this one, for this one moment yeah. of forgiveness, kindness, loving compassion. It could be, I mean, you may have had lifetimes for that moment where you converged with somebody, where you had that one bit of bad karma with that you had this moment to transmit it. To you may not have another chance in this embodiment. Who knows? No. You, know, you may have to do it from the other side if you are fortunate enough to make it there. Which is, which and, is it, and it may be a really tough one because you have a, a certain momentum on that oh, uh, well, on that particular uh, initiation that's coming up. Well, don't we know some people are harder to love than others? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I, I think of what Kama Buddha said. He said, I am awake. Yes. And think about that. I am awake. I am aware. I know what's going on to the best of my ability. I'm attuned to what I may be dealing with because most people just go through life. You know, they get up, they go to work. If it comes, they deal with it. If not, they don't worry about it. They yeah. think about how they're going to relax or what they're going to do and so forth. And in a spiritual sense, they're not awake. So we need to be awake. We need to be attuned. And it doesn't take away from the joy from the, of the day. It adds to it. Yeah, it does. Because indeed. you can understand what you're doing. Every day matters. You know, if you pass a little test, as you suggested, Tom, of a mm-hmm. smile or a kind word or a forgiveness, that day has progress. And when you have progress, you're closer to God, to your ascension, and to fulfilling your divine plan. And God must test you. He must test your mettle. He must test your mastery. Yeah. You know, now, moving on. Because yes. we, we, we have six more chakras to cover here. <laughs> well, I'm uh, sorry about that. No, no. <laughs> hey, like you said, we could do, we could do a, a week's worth of shows just on love and probably not cover it. Tuesday. Tuesday's Divine blue. will. Yeah, yeah. Power. Discipline. Yeah. What kind of tests will we have on Tuesday? Well, um, <laughs> I don't know. You could be, uh, you could be tested on an, uh, an abuse of power. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're in a position of leadership and all of a sudden you find that you're being a little tyrannical. Yeah, you might stop and say, "Whoa, hey, wait a minute! I'm studying spiritual things, and I just found myself being a little bit of a tyrant at that meeting, that board meeting, mm-hmm. and uh, I may want to rethink that. And if you rethink it after the uh, after the meeting is over, you may want to go back and apologize and say, you know, I'm I'm sorry about the way I acted. And and yet, power must be exercised. Yeah, right? you know, if you're in a leadership role or anywhere in a leadership role, they must exercise power because if they don't. They're not fulfilling their job. So it's you can a, see it's a razor's edge there. What's the right use of power and what's exactly. the wrong use? Yeah. And, of course, the devotion to the will of God is always a great guide on what is, what is the, the right use of power. Exactly. The will of God is good. Yeah. yeah. Underlying good. Um, <laughs> you know, one of the other astro- aspects, attributes on this particular day is protection. You mentioned it earlier, Sid, that uh, this is a day in particular where we can call upon Archangel Michael mm-hmm. to um, help us, protect us when we walk, when we drive, when we, you know, do any kind of travel, any kind of movement, any, any kind of activity. But we do that every day. We do indeed. But I mean, this is one of the days in particular yeah. where protection. So what I'm saying is that perhaps a test comes to us about how unprotected we may be or with there's a gap in our armor. Awareness, yeah. Yeah, so this or, is a discernment issue. You know, maybe uh, you're going to give a speech. Well, Tuesday might be the best day to give a speech. It's the use of the throat chakra. Mm-hmm. It's just a fine-tuning of, of well, this knowledge. You hear a lot of people yelling at children, 
you're, you know, a lot of people raising their voice. There, there's di- different decibel levels to the emotion that's expressed through the voice. Right. I think Elizabeth Clare Prophet said once that there's more karma created through the voice than any other chakra. Hmm. I think it's instructive to remember that as we speak and as we say what we say, the way we say it, we are manifesting our power in either good ways or not so good ways. We're probably making karma. So be careful what you say. Step back, count to nine, count to two, whatever you got to do. Exactly. You know, so here it is. Yeah. How about one more, one more quick one before a break? What do we got? Uh, well, we've got the green one. That's a big one because that's uh, healing, that's peace, that's grace. We can start it. Music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Science. sure. Science. Yeah, so, yeah, and I was just thinking, you know, there's even vision, wholeness. Well, there's 12 notes uh, in an octave on the piano. Mm-hmm. So you've got like uh, uh, seven white notes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could figure out which, which note actually is on which ray. And then you've got the five secret rays, which are the black notes. Yeah. <laughs> you people out there figure that one out. You know, I, got the, I got one right, thing before, go. before we go break. I want to talk about Hilarion, of course, is the Chohan or Lord of the fifth ray. And it's interesting. He works with agnostics and atheists. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And so if you know someone in that and you want to pray for their God illumination, pray and ask Hilarion to intercede on behalf of the soul. There's a lot of light bearers on this planet are agnostics. And so it's not, you know, we got to pray for them so that they can see the light. They're scientists and so forth. Mm-hmm. And if they understood the fifth ray, they would really see that God is part of everything. Indeed. And one of the attributes, one of the key attributes is vision. So on that note, let's take a break. Okay. Think about those five secret rays. <laughs> and we'll be back in just a few moments. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, 
go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. The chakras, chakras, seven days, seven rays. We uh, made it through three so far. Three of them. Yes, indeed. Okay. So let's go right to the solar plexus, and this is the one. That for 2,000 years, Jesus was the Chohan on this particular ray yes. of service and ministration and peace. Beautiful concept, isn't Indeed, it? Indeed, yes. Service to others. Yeah. You know, I was talking to my daughter the other day, and I said, you know, the only true happiness comes in service to others. It's not what we have. You know, it's like St. Francis said, you know, you, the only thing you can take to heaven is that which you've given away on earth. <laughs> oh, 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 I what like a great, that. Oh, repeat that? <laughs> The only thing you take to heaven is that's what you've given away. I love that. Yeah, that's good. So it, it's, it's a joy to serve. It, it fills your heart. You know, when you give of yourself, God pours his light into you. Mm-hmm. You feel that light in your chakras. You feel a joy. I mean, why did the saints, why did Mother Teresa do what she did every day? I mean, she had to be on the sixth ray of ministration service, oh, I think. You know, why does she go out and go through that, which, you know, from our point of view was so difficult, so challenging, so painful? Because of the joy of service and the joy manifested as love for others and giving to others. Indeed, and the, the colors, and this is an interesting one too, where we actually have two distinct colors, purple and gold, which we heard Mrs. Prophet call the twin flames. Yeah, this ray. And, and you got St. Germain on that ray, and his twin flame is Portia, and we always talk about well, Portia. St. Germain's on the seventh He's ray. He's on the actually. seventh ray. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, on, he's on all of them, Terry. You're, We're getting there, Terry. Don't I'm, worry. I'm getting them mixed up. But anyway, I was thinking of Portia, opportunity, yeah. opportunity to serve. Yeah. You know, that's a violet, rain, jo- uh, a violet flame, joyful thing. Indeed. Well, this is Nada. You know, this is one of the, the lady masters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, what I love quickly the story of Nada is, in her last embodiment, she was a member of a very big family. And all the other siblings were extremely talented, musicians, scientists, whatever. And she seemingly had no talent. And she served them all. Oh, <laughs> yes. And she Sweet. became an ascended master. Wow. Well, let's, um, we're, we're moving up and down at the same time here. Now we're to Friday, base of the spine chakra. Okay. And this is a day of purity, order, and discipline. And that's the white ray. Mm. Yeah. The Marines. <laughs> Indeed. It's the oh, soldiers. Boy. It's the archangels. Yeah. I mean, it's, the fiery ones. Yeah. Well, okay. it's the, yeah. I mean, it's the ones that stand on the ramparts to defend the very soul freedoms that we're talking about. Uh-huh. Huh. And, and there's a discipline God there. God bless him. You know, I mean, it's, there's a law of the universe, and it's, and it's staying disciplined mm-hmm. to the law of the universe. And you can imagine, this is the base of the spine. This is where the kundalini is. You know, this is why purity is probably an issue here. The kinds of tests we're likely to encounter could be those that are in the sensual realm, perhaps. Right. In those places where, you know, we, we tend to want to gratify our senses. Mm-hmm. And, so, and raising up the mother light is a discipline. Absolutely. And because when people squandered in the misuse of the sacred fire— they have no light to, to raise up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's an interesting thing that you bring up because we, we talk about how the crown chakra, those energies, as well as the base of the spine chakras, ultimately they move to the middle. Right. And they are expressed through the heart chakra, mm-hmm. through the pink flame of love. You know, coming back to that again, but that's someone I think said, 
we ascend through the heart. So all these energies we're talking about, all these tests you want to pass, ultimately they bring that light from the bottom up and the crown chakra, the illumination down into the heart and out it goes Mm -hmm. to serve the world. Mm -hmm. And that's the seat of the soul. And that is also on, um, um, I'm sorry, that was the base of the spine. Now we are at the seat of the soul, which is Saturday. And this is freedom, transmutation, mercy. Yeah, the violet flame. <laughs> the violet flame, and that's the joy. Yeah. That's, oh, it's all yeah. that. I mean, it's Saint Aquarian Germany. age. The Aquarian age. Uh-huh. This is the. You know, it's no coincidence that the violet flame was released in the 20th century. It was the dawn of the Aquarian age. <laughs> oh, don't almost start singing <laughs> that. Anyway, that. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's no coincidence, and yeah. it's mercy for us to have the violet flame because what has happened is we have not gained the mastery we should have the past two thousand years. Mm-hmm. And we haven't balanced the karma we need to do, and it's all coming due. And the grace of God and the mercy of God and the generosity of St. Germain has brought forth the violet flame, which allows us to accelerate the balancing of our karma. That is mercy oh my gosh, to our right. souls. But we have to use it. It's not just a gift that we say, okay, you know, fill me up. We have to invoke the violet flame by our free will choice. And the benefits, of course, are, as we say at the end of the show, out of this world. Because you can balance your karma in an accelerated way. And you can, St. Germain said, if you give the violet flame, uh, you can make your ascension in this lifetime or the next, depending how old you are when you start. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a promise we have not had for, for tens of thousands of years. Well, this dispensation comes at a time when we are most in need. And I think that for those very few of us out there, perhaps, who can remember past lifetimes, we know this was not a dispensation that was available to us. No. This is recent. And this is a gift, a great gift. Has, not since Atlantis has it been in the sort oh. of the public realm, so to was speak. Was that, what, oh, 70,000 years? Yeah, whatever so. it is. And so, you know, unless we use it, of course, it doesn't do us any good. But that's the seventh ray, because this is the age of Aquarius. St. Germain is the hierarchy of the Aquarian age, as Jesus was the Piscean age. Mm-hmm. And so, if we want to get with it, so to speak, the seventh, seventh ray... The, the purple, the freedom, the mercy, the violet flame is key. And the violet flame is the flame of forgiveness, cleansing, mercy, transmutation. It's all those things. Yeah. You know, we talk about the daily test. How about forgiving somebody? Oh, yourself. Yeah. Well, that's a hard one. Yeah. Yes, indeed. But, well, but starting with it. I mean, there's so much in terms of tools we have in our toolbox. Don't become overwhelmed with them, but know they're there. The masters want us to pass our tests. And they so want us that they're giving us every tool we need. If we'll take the time to study it a little bit, to understand it, to practice it, to manifest it, and the God and the angels will work at it with us and every ray and every day if we're willing to try. If and they won't give you more than you can handle. But, but why not give it a try? You know, the little victories build the big victories. Well, and you remember a show we did not long ago on forgiveness where we made the point that many diseases are related to a lack of forgiveness. And if you can understand the energetic power behind forgiveness, what it could also do to you physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, I mean, it's awesome to think about. It's a game changer. Well, it is definitely a game changer. You know, there's so much there if we will just make the effort and try it. You know, our lives can be so different. You know, I am awake. You know, take that stand. I am awake. I am going to be awake to spiritual energies, to spiritual teachings, to the tools I need to use. I am awake. I'm not going to just be knocked here and fro from my karma, other people's karma, and go through life and think I'm satisfied because I got a good job and a house and, you know, get to go to Hawaii every three years or whatever, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, there's more to life than yeah, that. And, and don't let life slip away without experimenting, with trying. Be the instrument that God can use. Give God a chance to work in your life. 
But remember, because of free will, we have to take that step. And this is a fun way to do it. It's a, it's a great way to do it. It's, it's joyful. The fun and, way. Uh, awake, of course, is a great keyword to take us to the final chakra, the crown chakra, which is the chakra of wisdom, discernment, and enlightenment, and wakefulness. Indeed. And uh, don't we all want that ultimately? Yeah, and we have to study. Uh, it, it, you know, we go through school. We go through higher learning universities, one thing or another. And, and usually we can accomplish... Uh, getting the basics of what we're going to need to make it through life within just a few short years, really. Well, but, you know, and, and here, by the way, you talk about, you know, going to college or university. Right. One of the tests we have in terms of our discernment is understanding what is true wisdom and what may be tainted. Yeah, the wisdom one, of the world is foolishness to God. Yes. Yes, exactly. The wisdom wow. of the world is foolishness to God. Yeah. I mean, and that is a test that we face every day, too, because it's what do we listen to? What do we tune into? What do we accept and allow into our consciousness? Right. You know, I mean, Eve, listen to the serpent. Surely you shall not die. I I mean, (laughs) we only use that as an example because, you know, (laughs) Solomon prayed for the one gift, for wisdom. Mm -hmm. So every day that can be a prayer. God, give me your wisdom, not the wisdom of the world, but God's wisdom. And that, of course, will illumine everything we do and act upon and so forth. And, you know, the mind of God, the magnificent mind of God and the crown chakra, you know, of the Buddha, of the light. I mean, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's not a mental thing that's a function of people training their brains. It's the light of God manifest through knowledge and wisdom. And there is a difference. And, and you know, I Taking guess, wise dominion. Yeah, and I, I think that, you know, as we close today's show, we just want to remember that we have opportunity every day to grow. We have tests coming to us every day, whether we want them or not. And if we can just kind of use these tools to help us to discern what we need to discern, we'll make progress. And, and that's remember, you learn from your mistakes. We Indeed. may not pass every test, but you're going to learn from Don't them. get down on yourself. Yeah. Well, so, so put a smile on your face and a smile in your voice. Yes, grace, gratitude, and kindness. It's yeah. a great little mantra to carry with you into your day. Are you well, going to wrap it up? Is I that- think I better oh. do that. Huh? <laughs> well, and thank you all for listening once again. It's such a pleasure to do this show. It's an honor, frankly. And, you know, we invite your feedback, anything you'd like to tell us, let us know, any questions, any issues, whatever. How do I get there, Terry? Well, you go to webradio (laughs) at tsl.org. Webradio at tsl.org. And those of you who have emailed us, you have gotten an answer. So um, sometimes not as immediate as we'd like, but we, we do want to answer everybody and we endeavor to do so. In the meantime, as we like to say, though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are out Out of of this this world. world. See you next week, everyone. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.